Clearshore presents... I Can't See You, But I'm Not Blind, by Steve Blank. December 14, 2021, at steveblank.com. If I ask you to think of an elephant, do you see an elephant in your head when you close your eyes? I don't. Regardless of how descriptive the imagery, story, or text, I can't create any pictures in my head at all. 2% of people can't do this either. This inability to visualize is called aphantasia. I never knew this absence of mental imagery was even a thing until my daughter pointed out that she and I were missing something my wife and other daughter had. Ask us to visualize a rainbow or a sunset, and we just see nothing. We can't create pictures in our head of objects, people, places, or experiences. Where others can visualize these things, we can't. Not for people, memories, or images past or future. When people say, visualize this in your mind's eye, I just thought it was a turn of phrase. It now dawns on me that other people were really seeing something in their heads. I'm also realizing that when people describe that they can hear the sound of their voice in their head, a train of thought, that it wasn't just a metaphor. But my thoughts are silent. My reaction to learning that most people can create visual images was, huh. I lived my entire life thinking the word visualize meant think about what this means, not actually being able to see it. Reading that other people actually see images in their head was like learning there was another sense that most people had that I was missing. I was bemused that I had lived my whole life with the equivalent of seeing the world in black and white, and finding out that other people see the world in colors. The one exception to this is that I often wake up remembering visual images from my dreams. My inability to visualize doesn't seem to have handicapped my imagination or creativity. I'm constantly thinking about new things, I just don't see them as pictures or hear them. I'm not sure what it is I can't do that others can. Perhaps I can blame my failure in sports on it, or my inability to sing or dance. It likely explains why when my wife asks me what someone was wearing or what their house looked like, I come up empty. Or, more telling, why I can't visualize the descriptive language in poetry or in a novel. What's interesting is that lacking what most everyone else seems to be able to do may explain how I think, communicate, and process information. Perhaps that explains how I go about the creative process. When I want to describe an event that happened, I don't bring up the visual imagery of what the places or people looked like. Instead, my stories are what I remembered about the facts, data, conversations around the event. It might also explain why pattern recognition and abstract thought the ability to think about principles and ideas that are not physically present, come easier to me. Possibly because I'm not distracted by visual pictures associated with the data that others see. I just see raw data. To work out complicated ideas, I often diagram ideas and concepts, but don't draw pictures of things. I break ideas and concepts down into simpler steps by drawing each part. This helps me simplify ideas so I can first explain it to myself and then to others. I then translate the diagram into words. At times, the results have been transformative for more than just me. 
The way I'm wired has given me, and likely other founders and those in other fields, an edge. So how can others with aphantasia consciously harness that? And for those who do see pictures in your heads, is there something you can learn from those of us who don't? I wonder if I could have benefited from a modified classroom curriculum if this had been discovered early, or if I could have been taught how to visualize. But what would have been lost? When I first heard about aphantasia, I wondered if those of us with it would tend to excel in certain fields and avoid others. I was surprised to find out that someone already ran a study that showed that people with low or no visual imagery are more likely to work in scientific and mathematical industries. And having hyperphantasia, people with the opposite condition have an extremely vivid mental imagery predisposes people to work in the arts. It makes me wonder if the response and recovery from trauma and PTSD has some relation with those with the ability to visualize those memories versus those who don't. The latest recognition of aphantasia as a neurological difference is only a decade or so old, although references in the literature go back to the 1890s. My bet is that as science continues to explore neurodiversity, brain differences among people, we'll gain a wider understanding that people experience, interact with, and interpret the world in many different ways, and how that leads to different strengths in comprehension, pattern recognition, and problem solving. We'll likely discover more connections. I'm curious if there's anyone else who can't see pictures in their head let me know. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time.